For those who don't know my story, when I was 12 years old, I was diagnosed with Tourette's and I was on medication for almost 10 years. When I was 21, I learned something called The Secret and I came off the medication overnight against everyone telling me to stay on it and I had a spiritual awakening. I meditated for three weeks straight and my Tourette's disappeared and I created the podcast to simply preach about everything that most people have in their head but no one ever speaks about, which is what the twitching was. It was too many thoughts inside my head and now I have a platform where I can speak to of people and they can get out what's in their head. So if I could ask a massive favour from all my listeners, upon looking at my stats recently, it has occurred that out of a very humbling 730,000 downloads since I created the podcast back in 2019, that only 10% of you that listen have actually followed and subscribed to the podcast. If I could ask a massive favour from you all that listen, if you wouldn't mind just hitting that follow and subscribe button. It would mean more than you can imagine and it really does help the show grow and help reach more people in more ways than you and I can even imagine. The bigger the podcast gets, the bigger the guests get. And my aim is to grow the show big enough that I can reach out to amazing people like Russell Brand, Joe Dispenza, Lewis Howes, Grant Cardone, Joe Rogan and have deep, intimate and vulnerable one-to-one conversations with them. I want to speak to the human side of people to show we're all the same when you get to the core regardless of how much money or fame you have. Let's go in. Right, talk. So I was thinking about the conversation we had last night about how this was after the podcast, a conversation about you don't necessarily think that after death we are aware spirits or souls. And I was trying to think, where does that come from? Where does your skeptical, your ultimate skeptical mind come from? Because you are highly skeptical, but at the same time you have a podcast called Spiritual Talks with Oliver, which to me sounds like a, a paradox. And I was thinking, where does he have that skeptical, skeptical mind come from? Probably from your dad. If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But at least it led me to this realisation. Then it led me to my realisation of, I've always been... Um, upset, induced broken-hearted, which by the way, broken hearts doesn't really exist, guys. Broken heart is a construct. Um, that I never had a dad. I never had someone to like be there to like teach me things and teach me his ways. And, and then I realized like, I'm so glad I didn't have a dad because if he had taught me his ways, I wouldn't be who I am now. I'd be a stubborn old fucking rock and I'd be drinking and I'd be ill and I'd be a fucking mechanic or engineer and then this is what I recorded this is the note to myself I recorded so essentially this is years of therapy that's happened in like 10 minutes listen to this I will. I used to think. I used to think that you left me. Told you that. You abandoned me. Turns out it was in our contract, in a deal we made, that you just got out of the way. So that I could be all of me, fully me, and only me. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, because you would have followed him as a, as a father, a leader, I would have seen and he would have led you down the same path that he went down. So the fact that he cut you out is like, son, I, 
can't be the person you need, be free, and you create your own path, your own journey, and it's very powerful. Mm. Holy shit, man. The question is, was it a conscious decision of him, or an no, unconscious no, decision? it was a soul contract. It was, an, it was, that's why I said it was a contract that we made, a deal that we made on a soul level before we came here, before we incarnated. Wow. And then that led me to understand, if we want to go on a deeper level, it led me to understand that's his role in my life for me to become the beautiful person that I want to become or can become or could or should become. Then that means that every person in my family has a role. So my mum has a role. She was highly narcissistic. She was highly toxic. But she also had the spiritual knowledge, the spiritual information, not wisdom, which she passed on to me. So she passed on the information, and through being toxic, she was also the practice ground for me to learn and turn this information into wisdom through experience. Does that make sense? Yeah. With my grandmother, <clears throat> highly toxic, um, and the lesson, the karmic lesson with her happened this year where I learned to set my boundaries and respect them by cutting her out because no family member has any right to treat you like shit. Extremely so. And my grandfather was the only stability that I had where there was no toxicity. It was pure clean energy. I would, I would never have one bad word to say about him because there's nothing bad to say about him. So he used the pillar. Everyone else is the training ground. And funnily enough, this is a deck of tarot cards, kind of tarot cards that my mum got me for Christmas. Incredibly powerful cards. Wisdom is the card that came out. You're not allowed to touch this, by the way. And, um... Wisdom. Wisdom appears in your present, it says there is a beautiful wisdom in accepting that you do not have all the answers and that your opinion and beliefs, what you believe to be truths, are sometimes unimportant in the grand scheme of things. There are things you might know, things you need to know, but there are also things that you are not that are not for you to know. And speculation will gain you nothing but lost time. The wisdom card in the present represents a beautiful paradox. A need to accept that you are both wise and ignorant. Your wisdom is your truth, but it is only your truth. Your truth is not absolute. Fuck, man. There's a whole other paragraph, but I'm not going to read all of it. Me and Archie and you need to do podcasts together, all together in person. Podcasts in person are always better than over call. Wow, I can finally have a good relationship with my dad. Me, you just sound like Joe Spencer. Well, you've just <coughs> literally blessed the past that two seconds ago was a, a curse, that now is a blessing. You've just done a fucking Joe Spencer, man. You've gone to one of his shows, you've, you've gone deep, and you've, you've seen it from a different level. Um, there's a really important thing that people need to know, it's vitally important, and it's the different. Like, I always say this, keep, yeah, keep recording. I always say this with my mum, like, it's weird because she's got all the self-help books, like, I learned all of my knowledge through her, and still she'll fucking preach all of the knowledge. But 
Let me see. Let me try and see. As Joe said, there's one thing knowing it, there's a second thing doing it and feeling right. it. Yeah, so feeling your words. Wisdom stands from learning from one's mistakes, successes, one's trials and adventures, one's gains and losses. Wisdom is born of awareness and discernment. Right? Discernment is fucking key. Do you know what discernment means? Somebody abandons you? No, discernment is like... Um, let's see. <laughs> I'll get Siri to answer. Hey Siri, what does discernment mean? Discernment means the ability to judge well. Yes. Okay. Discernment. Uh, so wisdom is born from awareness and discernment that allows you to judge the best course of action in most situations. Wisdom is the application of knowledge, logic and common sense. Wisdom is the th synthesis of, of external information acquired by a personal experience and learning. Comes from you. Now this is the interesting one, because a lot of people who choose to be spiritual, even though I don't like that word, they'll like they won't look into logic, or they'll only look into intuition. A lot of people who are logic won't look into emotion or intuition. <laughs> And a comment that my mum finally made the other day when we fell out, she was like, oh, you analyse everything, you analyse too much. I'll listen to this sentence. Wisdom, it comes from using logic, emotion and intuition to analyse and understand, to discern the truth, to grow in awareness and to use that knowledge to find our place and purpose with the universe and to live a good and productive life. So the most important part of the sentence is it comes from using logic, emotion, intuition to analyse and understand. And... I've done RTT, Rapid Transformational Therapy, with my good friend Sonia. Shout out to Sonia, Shout out to podcast Sonia. people. Yeah. Um, and one of the things, the main thing that allows you to actually heal something, which is exactly what's happened here with my dad, is once you understand the truth or the actual essence of the truth of a situation or a relationship, then that is literally the only way that it becomes wisdom and through wisdom you can heal. See, that's what the Tourette's was. My whole life I spent analysing everything I'd ever learned, taught from my father, my mum, school, TV, everything, doctors. The twitching was me excessively thinking, stimulating so many neurons in my brain just going over, overload mm. with something else to analyse. Why has he done that? Why is she doing this? So that's what I was in my head my whole life. And then I analysed everything to the nth degree, right. to the point where switching so much, needed medication to slow the twitching. Yeah. Yeah. What they didn't understand is that was a symptom of me analysing shit. Came off the meds, yeah. I could now process and analyse right. everything with 100% brain capacity, yeah. power. Yeah. Yeah. No thoughts, yeah. no twitching. Yeah. And the meditation yeah. was when I stopped my brain from thinking of nonsense. Yeah, compulsive things. Yeah, stop, just stop thinking basically, because it forced yeah. an end, one thought leads to another. And that's when everything just opened up yeah. and I saw everything everything politics people yeah. pain bullies everything so if anyone's <coughs> listening to this and you're thinking okay so i need to analyze things to be better no no like it's really it, it's a it's a it's a double-edged sword because if you only analyze but you don't look for that's why that sentence is important you need to use your intuition your logic um and all the other three facets you can just scroll back to what that message was in the podcast you need to use different tools, not just one tool. Let's say that if you're <laughs> a simple metaphor, if let's say that if you want to cook a really fancy meal, but you're only using a knife to cut, to stir, to wash, to clean, well, you're going to ruin your pan. 
you're probably going to ruin your food as well. So you need different tools for one thing to have an outcome of understanding. So if you're going to analyze, do it with an awareness of your emotions. And your emotions are usually the guiding like barometers. My mom calls it a barometer. For those of you who don't know what a barometer is, it's a, a, um, a device to, to, to measure the weather and the, the air pressure. An emotional barometer, which is your heart. So once you start analyzing if something feels good or if you feel a release or if it feels true, if it resonates, then that will lead you to understanding, then you heal. I just want to break down. You said this happened all because of me and it all happened because of me saying last night that I don't believe in afterlife, I wish I did. And you linked that from maybe it was his dad, then his dad guided him and your dad didn't, which allowed you to, you linked everything. That's, that's what I used analyze. to do. I, I used to link everything and everything had a pattern. Everything was a connection. Everything made sense. If you keep going down the, the, the chain, you can't just think, what does he mean by that? Fucking idiot. He's so smart, but he says that nonsense. Mm. you got to keep, no, why did he say that? Oh, father. Oh, what, had to, what was his father's role? Oh, how did my father? Oh, shit. Mm. You have to keep linking everything. Mm. You do get to the end. Mm. It does, you do get to the end. I always say, thoughts do come to an end if you keep thinking, but don't think for the sake of thinking. Mm. Don't rethink stuff you've already thought about, past stuff, mm. stuff you did yesterday. Mm. If you've got shit to do, mm. drop off grandma's coat, pick the kids up. They're thoughts that you do once and they're done. Mm. Then you've got future thoughts, which is just stuff you need to do. Don't worry about that then, you know? Think of the thoughts now, and then tomorrow, worry about that future thought in that present moment. Then you're left with just trying to understand shit. Like, why did that happen? And if you keep thinking and keep pressing on why, 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 it will tire you out, but you will find an answer. And then that's like one thing put to bed. It's like, why did granddad abuse grandma? He's a nice man, why? Yes, it's a bad situation, but there obviously is a reason why. Go into, analyze everything. Maybe his father abused him, you know? 200 years ago, you know, maybe his grandfather did. And actually those patterns occur down. It's not his fault. It's understandable, but not acceptable. Um, so you, just, you have to have answers. It's not about truth or reality or why this, it's about answers to heal. Like, I know my dad's not in my life, but why, why, why? Wow. Well, and this, look, if I, if I wasn't, if I didn't have an awareness of like souls and soul contracts and like the fact that we're spirits before we come as humans, like I wouldn't have been able to, to have this understanding. And that's why I think, I think spirituality is vitally important if you actually want to be well and happy. Because, and that leads to, I don't know if you ever heard that the, the idea that we live in a simulation, that we live in a game. Have you heard of that idea? Yeah, I think that's more of um, humans uh, creating okay. their own reality. Yes. Just like a computer game. Right. It's their yeah. reality, exactly. not the computer game. So like, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, so we've been created, we've been, we're living in like a robot simulation. We're not. My human body is my character. My soul is the player, right? <clears throat> And if I didn't have an awareness of that, by the way, that kind of consciousness is called 5D, five, five, fifth dimensional consciousness. When you have an understanding that the game's happening, but you're also playing the game and yeah. you're also playing the game with other people, like your, your soul, we're like in the same game room, playing the same game, my dad's there. And me and my dad are having a chat and the chat that we're having before we, inter before we start the game is like, okay, dad, do you want to leave me? like when I'm like 16 years old, 
it's going to be horribly painful. It's going to fuck me up for 15 years. But when I'm 30, when I'm 30, I'm going to have that realisation that actually you've done me a favour because if I'd listened to your character, who's going to be my dad, then I wouldn't be the person I am. Can we do that? Yeah, cool, deal, son, nice one. That's happened right now. That's literally what this is. You've got 15 years worth of answers right this second. Yeah. And you will have those answers forever. Yeah. And you've kind of like healed in a way and forgiven him in a way and accepted in a way and understood in a way like now I can, truly now truly, I can love him for who he is truly now I can love him for the mess that he is and I can actually be there this moment you squeeze that sponge out there's nothing left no. that's powerful right this moment And that's the thing, you start to feel sorry for the person that you've... You start you've, to feel compassion. You've understood, because you realise it truly isn't their fault. They kind of were given some cards and they've done the best that they can. And you're like, nobody wants to inflict pain. There's a reason, because they've had pain. You know, we are divine souls where we just want to give our own energy, which should be love and compassion and coherence, but it isn't because of the generation before. Mm. It's not their fault, it's not their fault because it was their problem before Mm. and their grandfather Mm. and their grandfather's father. Mm. It's just this bullshit coming down a stream Mm. and the only way to stop it is to just jump off the stream and hold onto the side and hope that somehow you get saved. Because if you keep flowing down, you're gonna all end up in the middle of the the swamp down there. And then you realize, wow, I've been abandoned on this fucking tree hanging on for 15 years, but Everyone else just got swept down there and fucking died. I've had the freedom to be who the fuck you want. They're trying to survive in like, stop stop drowning under the water. And and, and you're holding onto a tree, abandoned, but you made it. Abandoned, but no, I don't see it as abandonment anymore. I see it as freedom. It's not abandoned, but it seems at that time, shit, everyone's left down the street. On a human perspective, on a 3D perspective, if I didn't have this awareness of, you know, souls and spirits and all this, all this, like, this information that I've acquired, from years and years and years of seeking, I would have, you know, ego, been like, oh, fuck my dad, my dad's abandoned me. And do you know who that came from? That came from my mum. Because when they split up, they used to, she used to be like, oh, happens all the time. I don't know why you're not angry with him because he's the one that left us and he left the country. And at that time, I'd made my peace, but she kept hammering that nail into my head. And that, that what well, planting that seed, and that seed through the next years and years and years grew, and it grew into a fucking plethora. But also, him as a, he was a husband, as a lover, as a partner, is a good. different role yeah. for him as a father, right? Yeah. My dad is a father, the best father ever. Mm. Him as a partner, you could say it's different. Him as a best friend, him as mm. a colleague, they're not the same people. Mm. And I understood that mm. my dad as a person by himself mm. when I'm not there, mm. versus the role as a father, mm. two different things. Mm. The same as me as a businessman, mm. versus me as a loving, loving partner mm. we're two different people how can i switch from this compassionate mm. submissive loving person to mm. what the fuck are you doing i told you to do that why did you not do that mm. it's like wow mm. but we're made up of multiple things so mm. a lot of partners they will poison their children mm. against the partner almost like a tag team you know it's mm. like devil's over there you've got you and your troops your kids looking up and you left us you abandoned come and it's not they just want people and i know somebody who who poisoned their daughter that their father was this bad person because they had their differences yeah. and they had she's never had a relationship with her father mm. and i've seen it from both sides i've seen it from the actual side mm. his side mm. the daughter's side mm-hmm. and i'm like wow mm. you've literally poisoned mm. a tree mm. which if you were to go back in time and change it wouldn't have been poisoned mm. because that person didn't like that person mm. because they weren't this perfect partner whatever the reason is mm. and that's what the life is made up of poisoned apples just thrown everywhere and then a fox comes along and eats it fox is poisoned mm. fortunately children get 
for poison apple because mm. parents use kids as a weapon mm. to punish the partner or actually punish themselves mm. through why can't I ever have everything I want why's my my friend got a lovely husband and kids what they don't see is that husband is a cunt but you see the positives mm. he's, he's just as pain as he asked as your one was mm. he's probably having an affair he's not like doing the bins he's mm. a shit father you know going to work all day you don't see the reality of life which is why i will never get married because i see the bigger picture mm. you see holding hands in the street yeah that's lovely you see wedding day so you don't want to get married but you want to have a life partner i want to have one or more life partners i believe that mm. as we evolve through life my partner right now mm. is based on how Do you want to have children no my partner right now is based on my energy right now. Mm. If I don't grow and they don't grow, then you can say we'll stay together. Mm. If I evolve and she doesn't, mm. I'll outrank her. So my energy will go up and then I'll have to find somebody on that level. Mm. By so, the way, for those people who listen, <coughs> that's one view of the world. That's not the only view of the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so at that point, that could be three months, three weeks, three years. Mm. If you're in a contract by law, mm. that's no relevance. Right. Energy, frequency, vibration is changing. So at that point, I'm saying 33, Mm. I might find somebody else more a match to me. Mm. I might become a Jew or a, um, or a Buddha, or I might become a monk, or I might become a fat vegan. So I need somebody who might. <laughs> so, so I might need somebody who fat <laughs> vegan. Yeah, eating too much fucking corn meat. That's, that's hilarious. Shit. Anyway, so I might need somebody on that frequency. I might I might lose my spirituality. Fat vegan. Listen. Mate, okay, <coughs> Fat Vegan, that's like the name of a concept album. <laughs> I might lose my spirituality and shit and think, fuck, this is all nonsense. This person I'm with now is all spiritual, but not a Fat Vegan, and I might become a Fat Vegan and need a Fat Vegan. So if I'm in a contract, I'm like, sorry, we miss Fat Vegan, I can't be with you because I'm in a contract with a spiritualist. Mm. But I'm a Fat Vegan! I know, I understand, but I'm in a written contract by the government of the UK. Mm. Okay, if I do this, I lose my house, my dog, my fucking shoes. My Bitcoin that she doesn't even know about, what the fuck? Mm. So now I'm like, I need to be free to mm. evolve to the next person. Mm. And the person here might come back around. She might become fat vegan and a spiritualist. Mm. That person, mm. I might suddenly think, fuck fat vegan, that's, that I can't be doing with that anymore. I might I'm become um, uh, <laughs> a hungry Buddha, right? The point is that you need to keep evolving. Mm. And, if, and if you're with one person, you can't. Now, if you want the man-made materialistic life, house, mortgage, partner, kids, dog, marriage, Walking the kids in the park, mm. fine, that's a nice little packaged mm. up parcel, just follow the package, right? Mm. Your kid needs grandma to look after the babies, grandma comes over, mm. takes the kids to the park, mum goes to work, lovely. Mm. I'm, a, I'm an energy, I'm a free spirit. I understand the bigger world is not just this man-made mm. thing, there's so much more. I can't be restricted to a house mm. on stilts, there forever, mm. it doesn't exist. Mm. That's why I can't be one person forever, mm. I want love. Mm. I want to give love and receive love, whether it's one person, ten people, that's, that's, that's not the point. It's, I need to be free to give it where it is, mm. receive it where it comes, mm. and be free. Mm. And if that's five seconds, five minutes, five years, fantastic. Mm. If it's one of you, two of you, five of you, great. If it's none of you, I'm already whole. Mm. That's the secret. Already whole without, mm. but holder with. Already whole without the whole. Take it in my ass, bitch! <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> oh, you like you fat vegan? Stick it in my, my <laughs> mushroom burger. Stick in my ear hole. That was incredibly, incredibly. That was, that was insane, man. What? Just this, this morning, this past 30 minutes. This morning I wake up before I put on my Did makeup. Did I play that last night? Yeah, I, I play a little bit for you. Okay, right, pause a sec.
Cool. Right, this is some breathing, man. <laughs>